Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful Overbooked. It's the weekend, so it must be time to, well, I guess just turn it off. Why are you guys here? Why are you here? It's the weekend. Go outside and enjoy the weather. Don't what are tell we doing people here? that. What are we oh, doing? Why? No. I want people want to go outside and touch grass. Why not? No, we want them to watch this show. Grass can touch itself. That's true. Go go touch each other, but consensually. Consensually. It's been a long week, Jeremy Lambert. That. How are you? I wasn't here last week. I was dying, Joel Pearl, but I'm back now. We're glad you're back. We're glad you're okay. What a week it's been, and what a weekend we're about to have. My God. We, we haven't done this show in a week. Uh, I, I'm glad to see that you're up and, and still with it. That's the yeah. good news. I'm I'm alive. I look like a zombie, but probably because because I am. I either sleep too much or don't sleep at all. But as I'm here, what's this weekend? It was supposed to be a fun weekend for me. I was going to have Bojangles and then COVID oh. said, no, fuck you. So anybody listening to this, if you were in the vicinity of a Bojangles, please send me some because I, that's the thing I'm most sad about this weekend is I don't care about seeing bunch of my friends i was gonna hang out with sean and cass and share and john alba and matt coon and a bunch of other people looking forward to that my parents supposed to see my parents don't really care about any of that i wanted the bojangles and now i'm not gonna have it so send me all your bojangles everybody covid went from bojangles to no jangles i hate you yeah i kind of hate myself for that one too (laughs) I don't regret it, though. It's newsworthy. You guys know how it goes. We talk about five articles, five news stories in the week that you either saw or maybe you just didn't, but you probably should have. Jeremy wrote the articles. We have a lot to talk about. There's some really good stuff this week. Jeremy, are you ready to talk about the news from the week? I'm ready. I guess it was good. It it was a decent week, I guess. It felt like a long week. But yeah, they're all good. They're all great. I do great work. I'm not going to refute that. I think it's true. (laughs) Let's start with number five, Cole Cabana. He says that he wasn't under AEW contract for two days and he almost died in his bout with Chris Jericho. Speaking on his art of wrestling podcast, which has been around forever and ever and ever. Amen. Cole Cabana talking about his experience uh, in his match with Jericho and uh, a little bit more about compression socks and why maybe as a wrestler, you shouldn't wear them. Jeremy Lambert, talk about it. No. Uh, so this is funny in that it's released on Thanksgiving, right? I didn't listen to it on Thanksgiving. I listened to it on Friday, but it released on Thanksgiving. He had a little, he had a little joke at the beginning of like, is that on Thanksgiving? Not one of the more eventful Thanksgiving podcasts. It was something like that, that he said at the very beginning of it. Uh, but a little wink and a nod to the, the infamous CM Punk episode from 2014, where that was, I guess, the end of their friendship, the beginning of the end of their friendship there. Uh, So Lincoln, Nyla Rose was the guest, which we got articles coming on that later. But as far as Cole Cabana himself, yeah, he talked about his AEW return. Of course, he wasn't going to detail too, too much, but he did mention like, yeah, we recorded this at an AEW event where I've worked for the past three years, except for two days and I mean, basically confirmed that there was a two day gap where his contract had expired. He was not part of the roster technically. And then two days later he got resigned. So Sean reported, I think in like July that his contract had expired. Once people got wind that it had expired, they were like, Tony, what are we doing? Get him resigned. And so they resigned him. And then he got moved to ROH 
it's been denied multiple times that CM Punk had anything to do with that, but make your own conclusions and stuff. Uh, but him just like kind of throwing that in there just popped me a little bit. And then he talked about the Jericho match and he said that, yeah, he forgot to wash his socks or he lost his wrestling socks. So he likes to have long socks as a wrestler. So he doesn't have airy skin. And he went to target uh, where the young bucks were not managing. And he had, he bought some compression socks at the, at the target and not a good idea to wrestle in compression socks because I think even normal people can, can tell you that, or at least I know this, I've spent a lot of time in hospitals uh, throughout, throughout my life. Compression socks are used for people who like aren't going to move a whole lot. So the blood flow keeps going and everything. If you're moving a whole lot, they actually like work in reverse of like, they're going to slow everything down because you're just making them tighter on you. And it's, your blood's already good. So you don't need the compression socks to help that. It just restricts things instead of helping things. And that's what happened with Colt. He, his blood to the legs was restricted in this match. And he's like, I nearly died out there. He said he laid on the trainer's table for two hours after the match, just being iced down because he just could not move and was in a bunch of pain. So don't wear compression socks when you're wrestling, everybody. That's the life lesson here. By the time I did the moonsault to the outside and had to run into the ring to give Jericho a flying asshole, yes, I had nothing though. left in my body. Yeah. Cabana. <laughs> God, could you imagine? So, I mean, I, I, I haven't taken a bump, but could you imagine making a mistake like that, Jeremy, wearing compressed socks? It's, it, it's akin to like you doing a show with like a, a really shitty microphone. If you you just is my microphone shitty? I've done no. that before. I, I've used, I've accidentally used my computer microphone before. Did not realize that until the show was over, and then I re-listened to the audio. I was like, "Oh, I used my built-in microphone. My mic was plugged in, but I guess I didn't select it or didn't realize I didn't select it when the show started. Nobody said anything, so I was just like, "All right, show must be good." Oh yeah, mistakes happen. Yes, it happens. I compression socks. You know, they're supposed to be good and stuff you you hear uh uh nba players and stuff they talk they wear compression sleeves and everything but that and i've worn compression sleeves like when i run and stuff and like that is helpful but i guess socks because of like it starts at your toes and goes all the way up it restricts things a bit more so a big difference between compression socks and compression sleeves which compression sleeves are meant for like athletes and everything compression socks I feel like you're just wearing the hospital things where, hey, these are meant for your just like everyday activity, help your circulation, you know, laying around doing nothing type of thing. These are not meant for go out there and wrestle a 12 minute match in, in a hot building. In front of thousands of people. Absolutely. 10, wild. People, he said, which is definitely a lie. Well, you know, the, and, and you got to round up sometimes. They're hanging from the rafters, Jeremy. You know how sure, it goes. Sure. You count all the people in the back, count all the vendors and stuff. Maybe you get to 10,000. See, that's right. Everyone in the ring, everyone who's involved with the, uh, the backstage, you got to get everyone. Everyone's there, right? They're all there for the show. Some are There's just a lot of people, there. a lot of people in Jericho Appreciation Society. There might be 10,000 members there. So that's true. They're like the 1998 NWO. <laughs> Rick Rude just sitting on a turnbuckle waiting for the bus. Anyway, let's move on. Speaking of Chris Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society, number four, Chris Jericho recalls experiencing time displacement while driving home i've seen this video on my youtube timeline for a solid three weeks 
Jericho was on right. Howie Mandel does stuff. And I like Howie Mandel. Actually, uh, fun little story. My uncle, once upon a time, babysat Howie Mandel. Oh, wow. Yes. This is like... That's off. That rules. Obviously, a long, long time ago. I have no stories about it. Um, but that is a little anecdote that, uh, that, I, that I drop on people sometimes. Howie Mandel is still very popular, very well known. So he had Jericho on his podcast or on his show. And uh, they talked about his supernatural experiences. Tell me about Jericho's experience. Yeah, you've seen this because I've sat on this for about three weeks now. <laughs> like, I was actually, I was actually going to send this to you as well and be like, "Did you know that this interview happened?" But I kind of figured, like, it's big enough that you would have found it. Oh, I I ran two articles from it because he he briefly comments on uh, the all out situation. He comments on that, and he comments on on something else wrestling related that I ended up running, and I ran those day of and then the next day. But I sat on this article because like. Chris Jericho getting time displacement isn't the most uh, timely thing, I guess. You know, this isn't something that it's like, oh, it needs to be done right now or else nobody's going to get to it or immediate coverage type thing. So, yeah, I I sat on this for like two weeks and I had the idea of just like I wanted content on the website for Thanksgiving. Um, Okay, where is it? You got to got to insert the auto. Jeremy's news writing tips. Wow. Wow. Uh, so sometimes I'll just like sit on stuff that's not very timely for days where I know it's going to be slow or I might miss a day, uh, something like that. And Thanksgiving, Sean doesn't make us work on Thanksgiving, but I wanted content on the website because I just like having content on the website. That's just kind of how my brain is wired for it. So I've been sitting on this one and I was like, I'm going to post it on Thanksgiving because here is just a wacky out there story from Chris Jericho that can go on Thanksgiving. And if people pick up on it, fantastic. And if they don't, okay, we're not like losing anything major here. So that's basically what I did is I, I sat on it for a couple of weeks, posted on Thanksgiving. Interesting story. Chris Jericho is, we know he's into the supernatural. Anybody who listens to his, his podcast, like his podcast once a week is a wrestling guest, typically, or a wrestling thing. And the other uh, the other thing that he does a week is he does two shows a week. The other thing is like murder mysteries or rock and roll or supernatural stuff. It's just not wrestling essentially. And so he's done like supernatural stuff before. And yes, he talks about having time displacement. He did not want to say that he was abducted by aliens fully, but he strongly hinted that that's kind of what happened. And then he tells a story about he was on Chris Jericho Monster Hunter, which is apparently a real show that exists. And he goes to the Louisiana Bayou hunting a Louisiana werewolf and he sticks a machete in an Indian barrel ground or an ancient barrel ground. And they got their little gimmick scanner and it beeps like a ghost is on him. And the moment he pulls the machete out, the ghost is no longer on him. I don't know how any of this shit works. I don't fully believe in any of this stuff, but I would imagine if you're actually like, out there and all of this stuff is happening and you got these people around you telling you that it's real, you're probably going to believe some of it. And I totally believe Chris Jericho believes every single 100% of this. But yes, he had time displacement. I'm a little concerned, honestly, if he's driving back roads and he says, I'm supposed to be home at 2 a.m. and I didn't get home until 5 p.m. I want to know what happened too. Somebody buy Jericho this hypnotist to tell us so we can figure out what happened because that's a big chunk right there. This ain't like, oh yeah, 30 minutes. I forgot what happened. This man lost half a day right here. So what happened here 
with Chris Jericho that he is missing half a day. This is what I want to know. I, I'm, I'm looking up this show. He did it in 2018. It's one episode. And that's all I got. Well, that's apparently what it was. <laughs> the episode is that, yeah, he did. He went to the Louisiana Bayou to hunt a Louisiana werewolf. And they aired that one episode. And that was it. And Unless Travel, they aired. Travel that? Channel was like, yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> We're good, bro. <laughs> All good. And I love that. I love that. Like the first thing that people will say is like, you lost a good chunk of your day. You lost like 20 hours every day. And he's like, wasn't drunk. Wasn't doing drugs. I promise it wasn't a blackout experience. (laughs) If you have to say that first. (laughs) Kind of pops me that he said it, honestly. I'm driving home and I just, I lost this chunk of time. Wasn't drunk. Wasn't doing drugs. Any of that. Like he was driving where, what happened? Was his wife worried? Were his kids worried? Like Chris Jericho goes missing for like 12 hours plus. Like you would think this would be a thing. Chris Jericho's lived a life, man. Like bless this dude. Losing the title at an Outback Steakhouse. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Like this man has lived a life. It's hilarious because he just wrestled uh, Ishii this past week. And, you know, he, he talked about the other week. He's like, oh yeah, Ishii. He's my young boy and every, like and everything. And the wife looked at me and she's like, I thought Jericho was younger than Ishii. He looks good for a man who was 53 years old. She's yeah, like, he's, when, he's up there. when when she when he said young boy, she's like, huh, shouldn't it be the other way around? Wouldn't Jericho be his young boy? Like Jericho is much younger than Ishii. It's like, nah, the, the man with no neck is actually younger than Chris Jericho. But this That's man has a- lived a life and he Bless him. Still They're looks like, like five he's in years his apart. They're five yeah. years apart, she and Jericho. It's kind of yeah. wild. Oh my goodness. I don't even know where to start with this. Like, uh, have you ever had a supernatural experience? God knows I, I can't tell you I have. I don't think so. Like, do I don't you know. In the super unknown? Like, do you believe in the supernatural stuff? Like, is that for you? Not really. I'm not, yeah, I'm not big into it. I don't believe in like certain ghosts or certain ghosts. Like, there's a, I guess there's a genre of ghosts or whatever. Uh, I don't believe in that stuff. Um, There's obviously like, sometimes there's just weird inexplicable stuff that happens. And I can see how people would be like, Oh, well it was a ghost did that. Uh, There's stuff like kind of in this house. Like we're just like, how is this happening? What is happening? And we just, all right, maybe it was a ghost, but now uh, there's probably a reason and explanation. We're just, we can't think of it at the the time. Uh, So no, I don't, I don't really believe and any of that stuff but like i said i would imagine if i'm out there and this stuff is all going on you got people yelling at me that there's ghosts on me and stuff i'd probably be inclined to like believe it nine times out of ten if it's happening at your house it's either your household pet or somebody <laughs> yeah. in the house is lying to you yeah basically Who knows? That's... Be- believe what you want to believe it's fine as long as it doesn't hurt anybody or it's not detrimental to society go ahead it's not for me i'm not big on the supernatural stuff but like jericho brings like the supernatural podcasters onto his cruise every year now and like gives them nights on the boat and it's just absolutely wild that people are into that they're into the conspiracy theories sure not my cup of tea but that's jericho's thing good for him i like howie mandel though he's all right it's a good interview it was a a fun jericho does a lot of interviews and stuff but it was a good interview 
And and again, we, we've talked about this on the show. Like Jericho is a really fun conversation because he yeah. knows how to do it on both ends as the interviewer and the interviewee. Like he's he's just engaging and that's fun to listen to. He is. And, and like, like I've been saying, like he's got stories like there's just something Chris Jericho knows people or he knows people who knows people or he has just traveled so much and seen so much, not only like wrestling wise, but just like life experience getting out there. But even like just Hollywood wise, like he is connected to a bunch of people and everything. So like he's got stories. He can go on any type of podcast. He tells us one story and him and Howie Mandel talks about uh, about the, the fish tank. Uh, story and we might we may have even talked about it on the show before but he was on tanked it's where they go to people's houses and they build like giant fish tanks in people's houses this was a thing for the longest time um and he, he oh, was on that like show like cribs but it's with yeah. fish tanks it's it's legitimately what it was like he was on that show and he tells that story of like no this experience sucked like they give you all these fish what they don't tell you is like now you got to take care of them they're supposed to tell you the people who take care of them for you but they don't do that and he's like he paid somebody like thousands of dollars just to come out with like a demolition to tear this fish tank out and shit because like Damn. the fish were fighting with each other and they didn't get acclimated it was just a bunch of work a bunch of hassle like he hated his experience on that i've written that article uh i know that because like chris jericho just has stories and he pops me he chris jericho stories just pop me i want to interview chris jericho i want to talk nothing about wrestling i just want to talk chris jericho a day in the life of chris jericho or life stories with chris jericho because he's got so many pretty wild oh it'd be fantastic he's he's got these stories chris jericho and whatever you can say a lot of things about him kind of rules yeah, listen, the story career that he has, I think there's a lot more uh, interesting stuff to talk about than just his wrestling. It's, yeah. it's pretty wild. Yeah. Let's move on. Number three, Bobby Lashley says he was offered roles in Mortal Kombat and Stranger Things. So this is the same Bobby Lashley who also pitched becoming severely depressed on camera and gaining <laughs> 70 pounds for for just the sake of losing it down the bra. <laughs> this is Lashley talking to Sidewalk Entertainment and revealing that he had done uh, some, he'd had some offers to do Mortal Kombat and Stranger Things. Talk to me about this. We don't really have to talk about him putting on weight for his own wrestling role, but damn, that would have been fun. Go ahead. I'm gonna maybe take a uh, uh, maybe this is a hot take. I think Bobby Lashley is a great bullshitter. I I listen to yes. a lot of Bobby Lashley interviews, and when he is not talking about reuniting the hurt business, which is asked in every single fucking interview. This man just has bullshit stories. And maybe it's true that he got offered something in Mortal Kombat as a small part or Stranger Things as a small part. But Bobby Lashley just says stuff and it just sounds like bullshit, but you are convinced it's real because it's Bobby Lashley. It's like, why does he have a reason to lie about this stuff and i don't think he does mind you except for the fact that he's been in the pro wrestling business for a very long time and by proxy you are gonna learn how to bullshit during that and i think he bullshits a lot and people don't call him out on it because he's bobby lashley and they just think like why why would bobby lashley do this and that's why he does it because he can get away with it and he's gotten away with it I, I also so think I, I also think they look and they're like, he's Bobby Lashley. He might kill us. Right. I believe that too. <laughs> I think Bobby Lashley is a great bullshitter. 
Yeah, I, I, I think you might be right. And he doesn't like, like you said, he doesn't specify the roles he's offered. He's just like, they need a big bad villain. And it's just like, well, they didn't say the lead big bad villain. It could right. very well be like the first guy that the protagonist encounters. Yes. he Bobby Lashley could fill a variety of roles, small bit roles in these in these movies, especially Mortal Kombat. It easily fit in in, in that. Um, if he Titus could, could just Sorry, I'm going to cut you off. If Titus O'Neil comes in and says this exact same stuff, I'm going to believe him. You know why? Because his best friend is Dave Batista. Yeah. And Dave Batista snaps his fingers. Guess what? <laughs> Bestie Titus is going to get a gig. Bobby Lashley doesn't have that connection that we're aware of in Hollywood. He's not best friends with John Cena. It's not like, or The Rock. It's not like that's going to happen. So, like, what is it? <laughs> I, he's a. He's a- just a big dude. He's done roles and stuff before. I think he's even done roles recently the last couple of years. But like, he's got a look that I imagine would be desirable and attractive to executives and stuff, especially if it's just a small little five second role and you're just like a background guy or whatever. Because again, we don't know what these roles were. It's just he's offered roles. Okay. He could have been in Stranger Things, just somebody sitting and having coffee in the background. Like, we don't know. They just like, wait, we just want this big jacked up dude just having coffee it looks good all right sure but i stand by my point bobby lashley grade a bullshitter bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in maryland turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code old line 150 then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Good on you, Bobby. Keep bullshitting us. Let's move on to number two. Ricky Starks wants Touch the Sky by Kanye West as his theme for at least one match. Jeremy, you tweeted out something along the lines of, well, basically alluding to you writing this article and talking about Taylor Swift and the referee getting fired. That was a whole other article and a whole other story for another day. Touch the Sky by Kanye. Uh, Kanye is a little bit uh, controversial right now, but talk to me about Ricky Starks on Watching the Throne podcast, talking uh, talking about a yay theme. Yeah, so so my tweet was Black Label Pro fired referee for talking bad about taylor swift which pops me tremendously and so of course i wrote about that and i was like well writing an article about an independent company firing a referee for talking bad about taylor swift while listening to ricky starks on a kanye west podcast which is the other part of that because i write while i listen to podcasts um and i found this ricky starks kanye west thing he's been on like different kind of like kanye i don't know like this kanye specific podcast his love for kanye west is not like this big mystery i've written articles about him talking about kanye west before he's been on i've interviewed him 
where he's talked about Kanye West. So like, this is not new information that he's a big Kanye West fan or anything. It seems like a big deal now because of everything Kanye has gotten himself into over the past few months. Uh, but yeah, he wanted to touch this guy. He said like, I, I want that for a show. I think it's a great song honestly like i if you separate kanye the person from kanye the music this is a great song to come out to for a wrestler i he used to use it uh when he did independent shows i can understand why why he won he actually um there is before he made is an easter egg for everybody and certain people might know this but maybe you, you won't know this uh now you you'll now learn this uh there's an easter egg so before he faced Cody before he made his debut for in the open challenge thing. Cody posts a video and it's like, who should open the challenge? And it's one of those like moving video type things. Right. And if you listen to it, it is all of the lights by Kanye West. It's a knockoff because they don't, but it's the same structure, same beat and everything. Uh, It's, you know, like a MIDI version or whatever. It's not like the song, but it's the same beat to it it's all the lights same week ricky posts a video that has that same beat to it so they were basically telling you that week that ricky starks is going to be cody's opponent for the the open challenge thing because ricky posts just like it was a again just a video of like ricky starks like what's my next i don't even think it was like a what what's my next move it was just basically like a hype video for himself but it had that same little all of the lights uh by kanye west had the same uh tone to it that cody used in his little hype video um so they've they've alluded to the kanye stuff before everybody can go back and you can like try to find that easter egg if you would like to uh but yes, I, I, I was privy to that. I was, I, I guess I can tell this story now. Uh, the, the day of Ricky's like, what are you doing tonight? Like, I don't know. Watching dynamite. He's like, watch closely. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Ricky Starks. Uh, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so yes, as far as like this goes, I didn't think it was going to like, this was a hit on social media. People had opinions about this and maybe I should have realized that, people would have opinions about Kanye and Ricky and yeah, I wasn't trying to do bad by Ricky or anything. I wasn't trying to do that at all. I thought it was the main thing is like, this is a 40 minute interview. And I've said it before of like, I'm trying to pull something out of every interview, especially if it's an interview that lasts over half an hour. If it is a half hour interview, I'm getting something out of that shit. Like if I can, if I listen to a six minute interview and there's just a bunch of generics and cliches, whatever, it's six minutes. It's not even six minutes of my time. So I listen on two times speed. So whatever. I don't feel like I waste. I don't feel like I waste too much of my time. If I go a 30 minute interview, I'm leaving with something. And so at the very end, he said, this is like, well, this is what I'm going to leave with. So I did it. It blew up. Some people were mad at Ricky. People had opinions about Kanye West. I didn't see it to be a big deal. Hey, I hope Tony Khan shells out the money for it, but I don't know if they got Kanye West money. So I wonder if we put aside Kanye's current situation, let's say it's not happening. He's got Ricky Starks has that AEW world championship opportunity at winter is coming. Mm -hmm. You think TK would have put out at least, or at least tried to make that big presentation feel if, if Ricky went to to Tony and said, Hey, this is what I want to do. You think Tony would make the overtures to make it happen? I think, yeah, I a hundred percent think he, he would have tried. I actually, and I don't have inside knowledge on this. Um, I, I believe Ricky has asked before. 
my this is my personal opinion i believe he has asked for like to try to get a song at some point and i 100 percent believe tony has called whoever he needed to call to try to make it happen and it hasn't happened because i would assume monetary reasons um because i think he would have asked before everything happened with Kanye, when it would have been, you know, more palpable to use a Kanye song. Uh, and again, it, it didn't happen. And now, of course, it's a little bit of a tougher sell of like, hey, let's play Kanye West on our on our television show. That that money aside, that's just gonna might not might not strike the right way. Uh so yeah, I believe that if Ricky went to Tony, Tony would hundred percent make the overtures that he needed to make and contact the people he he's he would need to contact and i believe that because i believe that has already happened again nobody run with that i don't know this personally my own thoughts based on just everything not directly everything i know about both men the day somebody runs with something from this particular show <laughs> Jeremy, that's the day we know we've made it. Okay, that's the day we're not doing this show anymore. When people <laughs> run true. articles on like, but see, the problem is, is like I just fully i i i told everybody the Easter egg. I think people kind of know I talk with Ricky on and off. I told everybody three years ago that he was messaging me, hinting that he was debuting tonight. So that's why I think if people are going to run with something, I literally just said I have a sort of connection with, mm. with Ricky Starks. And Tony Khan follows me on Twitter and has maybe seen us banter about on Twitter. So I think people maybe are just like, oh, okay, well, he does know something. No, I don't know anything. Sean Ross Sapp knows everything. I love the idea of Tony Khan watching this show. I believe like watching does. this show and just being like, these two idiots are just the best. I believe, <laughs> I believe Tony's watching. Hi, Tony. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy, enjoy the Jacksonville game this weekend. I don't know if they're playing, if they got a bye week or something, but I hope, hope the family's well. Hope everything's good, Tony. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. There we go. Are you like a, a turkey or a ham guy, Tony? Tell us. Yeah, I'd like to know. So. More, more of one or the other. Uh, let's go to number one. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that awkward silence just, just for Tony. Tony's no, answering. Yeah. Tony's answering. He's, he's thinking about it. He's like, <laughs> yes, hmm, right. turkey. Gotta, gotta go with the turkey. Dark meat, I'm white meat, Tony? Person. Let us know. Let I'm us more know. of a turkey person. My wife's entire family is like, anti-turkey and it just drives wow. me up the wall wow they love ham i don't love ham i'm a jew ah, i'll eat the ham because i'm a bad jew but the <laughs> turkey is just i'm more of a turkey person anyway that's, that's here's someone who's not really into turkey brian danielson number one <laughs> genghis khan ruled the world and never had mcdonald's i am way richer than him what the hell is going on <laughs> Brian Danielson is talking to Ron Funches on one fall. So, of course, now it all makes sense because once you know it's Ron Funches involved, uh, Danielson will say literally anything and people will be like, was, 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 Brian, was Brian high? <laughs> I don't think they were in studio together. I'm actually positive they weren't like in studio <laughs> together. It's like a Zoom Doesn't matter. Call. Maybe it's maybe the Zoom call was like, a, hey, if you do it and I do it, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll both be all right. And then sure. Brian's just like, just don't tell anyone. Sure. Genghis Khan... Brian Danielson, Sprite, McDonald's. Here we go. Talk. <laughs> uh, so there's there's a couple of things 
on this. This is another one that like I held off for Thanksgiving because I was like, ah, there'll be something fun for Thanksgiving. And it, it got over, which I sort of expected. But like usually with the Brian stuff and I use that thumbnail, everyone knows what that thumbnail is. Um, when I use, and I'm sure it's popped up on the screen now. Uh, but like when I use that, people are thinking it might be like locker room. It might be like some type of sexual innuendo type thing. And I, I legitimately debated not using that thumbnail for this because I'm like, it doesn't seem like unhinged enough for, for this thumbnail, like the bar. And this is Brian Danielson's fault. And I guess my own fault, like the bar is so high on Brian Danielson's headlines where like, I feel I can only use that thumbnail for like, top 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 stuff of like and flaccid penises is the fucking bar for some of this stuff like i just that's where i feel it's got to be like it's got to be like that crazy of a headline to where all right this thumbnail tree even is the bar that like it's got to be that crazy to where i got to use this thumbnail and no offense to the Genghis khan headline it's not up on that level. It's just not. It's a good headline. It was a nice little pop, but it, there ain't many that's going flaccid penis tree semen level here. So I almost didn't use the thumbnail. And then I was like, eh, it's unhinged. It's not a wrestling comment. Like it's it's a <laughs> crazy shit Brian Danielson's going to say, which is basically what that thumbnail is attached to. It's just like, what crazy thing is Danielson saying? And it's a very out there thing of like Genghis Khan. He ruled the known world. He was rich. Didn't have McDonald's. Fuck him. He wasn't as rich as I was. He never had Sprite. Like how, how rich was Genghis Khan if he never had McDonald's and Sprite? So he's just taking shots at Genghis Khan. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, so, so, you know, it's a, it's an out there Brian Danielson thing. Love Brian. He He's always going to give you something. If it's wrestling related, great. If it's not, I've set the bar to a point where I can turn it into an easy headline, throw that thumbnail on it. Because here's the thing. Here's here's where I know I have established something. One, I got a t-shirt created that AEW still didn't send me a free one. And I think that kind of sucks. Uh, they should send me Tony. What are we You're doing? watching, Tony. What You're are watching we right now. Why did why was I never sent that t-shirt, Tony? Turkey or ham. And a t-shirt for Jeremy. Yes. Why was I never sent that t-shirt? Uh, but here's where I know I've like established something because I'm pretty sure it was WrestleZone. And I apologize if it was not, but I'm pretty sure it was WrestleZone. Uh, Bill Pritchard do- does great work. And they've realized, as a lot of websites have realized, is like headline pops are a thing, right? You don't just got to cover wrestling. You can just kind of do your wacky little headline pops and you can get engagement out of it. And I'm not saying we started this because we didn't, but I do think we have come up with a system that has made it more likely for other websites to do it and more okay for other websites to do it. And some websites do it well, and some websites don't do it very well. Uh, but but Bill and WrestleZone, they did this with the Genghis Khan thing, and I saw it, and it didn't do like it didn't do much. And I felt bad because like, I knew I was going to sit on this for a couple of days and and then do it. Like I was like, you know, but that's good on them to like, just go for it and put that out there and stuff. 
And that's what, like, when I see that it didn't do well, I was a little bit worried about, like, oh, man, like, is mine going to do well? Like, is this just not even worth it? But I'd already transcribed the quote by this point. And once I transcribe something, I'm going to turn an article out of it. I'm not going to waste a transcription. I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. And this is, once again, news writing tips. Wow, wow, wow. Timing is such a big part of this because I think they put it out in the middle of the Danielson flurry of, oh, I am not going to be a full-time wrestler much longer. I want my last match to be in front of 300 people. I like working with the younger people. I like where I want to work for dark and dark elevation. Like it came out in that flurry. And when you're coming out in that, that's all anybody's paying attention to when it comes to Danielson, they're not looking for like an unhinged Brian Danielson headline. So sometimes like you got to run the news stuff first and then you wait a couple of days. And this is, I ran this on Thanksgiving. Ain't much wrestling news happening on Thanksgiving. Okay. The only reason like stuff was on our site is because I, I scheduled a bunch of stuff and unless other websites scheduled their own stuff like this, there just wasn't much activity on Thanksgiving as there shouldn't be enjoy that time with your family. But this is this the part of when it comes down to timing of like nothing's going to happen on Thanksgiving. The Danielson, the major news stuff would have been a few days old at this point. I'm just going to run it here. And then that's what people are going to see. And people are going to latch onto it because there just ain't much going on in the wrestling world. And if people are on social media and they see it, they're going to comment because they just don't have any other wrestling stuff to comment on today. So it just becomes a thing. So yeah, that that's my other tip is like sometimes timing is very important when it when it comes to this stuff. And that just comes with a lot of reps and understanding how it works. And I'm not saying like I hit it every single time. Sometimes I miss time articles and it, it doesn't it doesn't hit as I hope it does. But sometimes I time it pretty well and it hits how I feel it does and I hope it does. And this was one of them. Uh, so there's tips. There's my whole thought process with the Danielson stuff. Bless that man. Do a bunch of interviews. Tony, send me a shirt or send me a Brian Danielson interview. Like we get to talk to him. Don't just like send me one he recorded for somebody else. What's uh, what's your McDonald's order? My McDonald's order? Uh, double cheeseburger plain, medium or large fry, depending on how hungry I am, and large sweet tea. Got to have the large sweet tea because their sweet tea is is the best. Sometimes I'll get a chicken sandwich if I'm like feeling that. So McDonald's is like one of the closest fast food places to us. It's McDonald's, Arby's, uh, Taco Bell are like right there. And then everything else is maybe like another mile or two down the road i don't feel like driving that extra mile or two so i stick with like right there and mcdonald's is a very easy one and like their chicken sandwich isn't the best but if i'm the move for a chicken sandwich that's what we get but that's my typical mcdonald's order double cheeseburger plain fries large sweet tea how about you joel now hold on when you get a double okay. cheeseburger plain um, normally the cheeseburger doesn't the double cheeseburger just have like pickles yeah i don't like yeah. the pickles you don't yeah. like the pickles all, all right, right so i sure. specify the pain because again canadian plain. you're you're american so Sometimes the toppings are a little bit different. Uh, for me, it depends. <laughs> it, it depends on three things. One, is there a coupon? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, two, is there an app deal? Fair. Uh, which is, I guess, basically a coupon. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or did the Raptors win? So I get a free uh, thing of fries because that's what happens okay. if they score a hundred points. I think they they get a you get a free thing a free free medium fry. Uh, and number number three, um, is it breakfast? But most oh yeah, time, yes. Yeah. So they do an all-day breakfast at the one near me. Typically, I'll get McDoubles, like I'll get two McDoubles or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if I'm like just kind of 
running around saying with the baby and I'm just kind of pushing a stroller and going, uh, the sausage McMuffins are okay. easy or just the sausage and egg. No cheese, like no, uh, no egg, sorry, sausage and cheese, no egg. And then it's like a all day deal. And it's like a quick cheap eat that you can go with. breakfast. All right. Mine is uh McGriddle bacon, egg and cheese, McGriddle or biscuit. Just depends on if I feel like going McGriddle or biscuit. Um, the hash brown still large sweet tea. Um, mm. They stopped, and I don't know if they've done it again because I, I feel like I haven't seen. They used to do all day breakfast, and then pandemic hit, and then they stopped doing all day breakfast, and so it was like just limited items. And I don't know if all day breakfast is back or not, and it's very upsetting because yeah, I would honestly just get that every single time. I don't give a fuck about their hamburgers. Give me their <laughs> fair, you know, give me the the breakfast because they got some banging breakfast food. Like the the breakfast stuff is good shit. So if I look right now at the, I'm on the app right now. So they're all day okay. breakfast. There is an egg BLT McMuffin, egg McMuffin, okay. egg and bacon and egg McMuffin, sausage and egg, and then the sausage one that I talked about. Hotcakes and sausage, hotcakes and bacon and hotcakes in general. That's it. Just some McMuffins and hotcakes. That's the all day breakfast near me. The, I don't know what it's called. Um, but it, it's that's basically what the big breakfast I, th- I think they call it. But yeah, it's like yeah, the yeah, yeah. That's stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's uh, for those who care. That's my dad's favorite order. He's always get mm. always gets the big breakfast, and those are those are good. So yeah, like their pancakes are like, not bad, and that's why I like going McGriddle because that's kind of like their their pancake like right there as the bun. Never is- had a McGriddle. Oh, see, I didn't for the longest time, and then. I once I because I didn't know what it was. I was like, "What is a McGriddle?" And then once I once I was told, like, "Oh, it's basically like they use their pancake mixture or whatever, and that's the bun of now the breakfast sandwich instead of a biscuit." I was like, "Well, that doesn't sound bad." So I got it, and the first time I had, I was like, "All right, well, this is what I'm ordering for the rest of my life now." It's the salty and sweet thing, and and, and for a long time I was also like, mm, "Not really my thing." I've kind of changed my tune. I think I have to get a McGriddle sometime. You, you gotta time. you gotta try it oh, yeah. you've Maybe gotta try time. it it's got to be experienced at least once make sure the description of this article or whatever the fuck we're talking about uh this podcast has all of the mcdonald's talk because i feel like that's what people are actually getting to stick around for it's mcdonald's this, talk. cares about yeah, us. this is it this is part of the conversation this is what yeah. we do every week like uh-huh. i i don't i don't ask these questions just just for shits and giggles we don't have these conversations off the air jeremy i only do it when i'm on the clock Leave leave your leave your favorite McDonald's order in the comments. Tony, DM me. Let me know your favorite McDonald's order. Send me a t-shirt. So uh, turkey or ham, send Jeremy a t-shirt. And what's your McDonald's order? Yep. Okay. That's what we need. Uh, That's the vital information we're trying to learn here. And if you want to drop a comment with the same stuff, you can do that, including sending Jeremy a t-shirt. He'll tell you where you can send it to. People have offered and... Even you even Sean just source. I get it. Yeah, see that's the thing. Like even Sean told me just like buy it, write it off. Like we'll pay for it. I'm it's not like, the same. No, I want it. Like it feels yeah, like it, a goodwill gesture, right? It, it is because you know what it is. It's at that point it is them basically giving you the satisfaction. Yeah, that you did in fact will this into existence, and and the amount of work that went into it, the amount of of like conversation between the AEW team and the Fightful team to get this t-shirt made just warrants you getting a damn shirt out of it. Like you manifested it. They asked you guys for certain information to get this particular. They asked story. me what episode at Rampage. Well, uh, Thank Rampage. you. Yeah. I've, I've said it before. Yeah. They asked That's me what right. episode we, we talked Rampage. about it. It was it, it's even, yeah. it's, it's the damn video on the, on the 
the the article that we're talking about right now. Point yeah, is, like, give them the sheet, give them the t-shirts. Everyone knows I had something to do with this. If they don't, then fine, they're not in on it. But like, if they know, they know, and it just feels like it's a nice gesture. And I'm Speaking a little of nice sad. gestures. I'm a little sad that it hasn't happened. Sorry to ruin your segue. That's okay. Speaking of nice gestures, how about you leave a thumbs up on this video? How about you drop a comment? Say hello. It's good to see you. Hopefully we'll see you again. Jeremy, what do you got going on? Where do you want people to see you or find you or do things with you? Don't, um, uh, don't follow me on Twitter. I'm not on hive. I'm not going to join hive. So please don't ask. Um, Fightful Overbooked. That's where all, all the content is. Hang out here with us on Fightful Overbooked and subscribe and watch the spotlight uh 930s 930s uh 930 a.m eastern every every thursday myself and steven jensen we we talk about wrestling and stuff so yeah. go follow steven jensen at fight talk underscore don't follow me yes he is wonderful go follow steven jensen he talks about everything and anything including randy marsh and kansas and the young bucks yeah and the elite it's good stuff uh, go go follow Fight Talk. Uh, I'm Agile Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Go check us out here at Fightful Overbooked. And what do we have? Sundays, it's Tim and Joel Pod. Uh, I've got a new strong style with Shared Delaware coming out. We got Tag Talk on Mondays. We got coexisting with Rob and Maggie, who for some reason ended up on the main Fightful feed this past week. So go check Taking them out. Taking all our talent. That's fine. You know what? That just means we're going to cultivate more Jeremy Lambert. We got to we gotta do a hacker storyline for, for the... Uh, can we call it scripts? Yes. Good stuff. Ladies call it comic sans. Call it comic sans. Common sans. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, friends behind the binary, let's get out of here. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Oh, enjoy uh enjoy war games, I guess. <laughs>